the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. You know I'm a bad girl. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is the best day of the week, which is a Monday, because we're coming off of a nice two-day opportunity to recharge the batteries, have some fun, especially here in San Diego, where we have so much to do. And then uh, with your batteries all recharged, then we get to come back and continue to fight like we do every night of the week here on the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Glad to have you guys with me tonight. I do want to remind everybody that we will be back on Facebook Live in about two and a half weeks. So we'll keep you posted on that. In the meantime, you can listen in your car as you're driving home, which you should be doing anyway if you're driving home. You can also listen to, hey, if you miss any part of tonight or any other show, you can always download the podcast. Podcast. You, you can listen there. We're on the stream at theandreakshow.com. Also on all the cool devices out there. So there's just so many different ways that you can listen and be a part of the show, even without me being on the Facebook Live. And you can also call in. I'm curious tonight how many of you watched Trump's speech or listened to his speech from CPAC. And what your thoughts were, 888-344-1170. If you listened to it and you were like, you know, I, I was kind of off of Trump, but, but you know what? I listened to that speech and I'm, I'm back on him. In fact, I got a call from somebody over the weekend who was driving in their car and, and, and was listening to the speech because this person has fancy radio like I don't have. They have like satellite radio. So they were listening to the speech and she said to me, she was like, you know what? I was kind of off Trump, but I'm listening to that speech today and I'm thinking he is the only one in the Republican Party who is delivering this message, who is saying exactly what I think, exactly what I feel and 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 cares about what I care about. And he has sucked me back in. Is that you? 888-344-1170. Or are you like, you know what? I'm DeSantis and I think we need to move past Trump going into 2024. Um, I don't think I want to hear from you if you're Nikki Haley. <laughs> uh, Mike Pence fans, please call. Yeah, um, I don't know. Do we want to talk to anybody that would vote for Pence in 2024? Of course, we want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. You recognize that voice right there. It's the one, the only. It's DJ Potato Skins. Uh, the answer to your question is yes. Okay, yes. Uh, you, yes, you're voting for Mike Pence? <laughs> Most definitely not. Although if the fly runs with him, it's tempting. Uh, no, nobody's going to vote for Trump Pence in twenty four. Like, like, like nobody else. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I really think at this point he's the only one. Yes, he has his flaws, Andrea. Of course, like all of us would. He's the only one that gets it. Yeah. Um, there was an interesting tweet that was shared uh, by somebody I follow. I think it was DC Drano tweeted today. Uh, this tweet he retweeted 
or posted on Instagram this tweet tweet from this blue check gal named Ada Luke. And um, she says, for the first time in my life, I listened to a full speech from Donald Trump. It was two hours and every word uh, made complete sense. I wish my country had a leader even half as smart and dedicated to the citizens. I cannot believe how many years I believed the lies from the international media that says he's a bad person. Absolutely. He's not a bad person. And it's been nothing but a shock and awe of the the propagandist all over our country in every aspect of our media. And it's even continuing in Fox News. Um, we're going to play some clips from the Trump speech. Um, there, uh, but I do want to say when it comes to the straw poll, and there's actually some interesting stuff going on around the straw poll. But the straw poll is basically CPAC is supposed to be the Conservative Political Action Committee. This is the annual convention, although now they've started having multiple conventions throughout the year, which is a little confusing. This is the main one. And they took a, a, a straw poll at the end for Republican um, primary contenders for president. Donald Trump came in first with 62%. DeSantis came in at 20%. Perry Johnson, the millionaire from Michigan who announced his candidacy last week, earned 5%. Um, So Nikki Haley, I think she came in at like 1% or something. She actually did a little bit better in the vice president poll. I'll get to that in a little bit. but I, that's no surprise to me. I think, are, are you surprised that Trump's support is not even greater than 62% skins? I think it's at least, I, I, I think very minimal people have peeled off. I think at at his core, the people that voted for him last time where the election held today would vote for him again. I think that Ron DeSantis pulling 20, 20% away from him is a chunk. That's a big chunk. And what it does, and I, and, and I will tell you that, that, um, I'm inclined to agree with the phone call I got from, from a friend over the weekend. Um, when I listened to Trump and we've got some clips for you guys, if not Trump, who he, the things that he's communicated in this speech, I am not hearing from Ron DeSantis. In fact, let's play the first clip. Uh, and it's one that is literally about, about, Blown the the lids off of the uh, heads of liberals everywhere. Uh, Skins, please play clip 12. And if you put me back in the White House, their reign is over. Their reign will be over. And they know it. And America will be a free nation once again. We're not a free nation right now. We don't have free press. We don't have free anything. In 2016, I declared, I am your voice. Today, I add... I am your warrior. I am your justice. And for those who have been wronged and betrayed, I am your retribution. I am your retribution. Not going to let this happen. Wow. That's some strong words. I am your retribution. I am your warrior. And of course, that word retribution just has everybody on the left just hysterical retribution. Because what does the word retribution mean? We should probably, I, you know what, if you could do a little, he's already on it. I don't even have to ask Skins. Skins is like Radar O'Reilly, by the way, if you remember Radar O'Reilly. <laughs> he, um, the word retribution conjures up all kinds of connotations and denotations. Uh, the denotations, of course, would be the literal definition of retribution. Let me know when you have it, Scott. It. Okay. The act of retributing or paying back for past good or evil, hence what which is given in return according to merits or deserts in present use generally restricted to the 
Requital of evil or punishment in retaliation. Payback. Payback for your evil. Retribution. Eye for an eye. Somebody's going to, somebody's going to, here's another way of putting it. Accountability. Accountability. That's a better way to put it. With the word, with the reason why the left is getting all hysterical, uh, because the idea that there might be retribution for the crimes that the deep state has inflicted on the American people. They know if he's elected, Andrea, that they are, they're done. Right. Now, see, now I'm old enough to remember when Obama and Valerie Jarrett talked about if Obama won re-election, that they had some scores to settle. That's not what Trump is talking about. Don't get it twisted, as Diamond would say from Diamond and Silk. What Trump is talking about here is the deep state that has weaponized the U.S. government against its citizens. And not one person has spent a day in jail for it. None. Sussman, who falsified evidence to the FISA courts in order to illegally spy on an American, still has his law license, let alone go into prison. There must be retribution. There must be consequences for the actions of the criminals inside of the United States government. And if there's not, we're dead as a country. Dead. Now, DeSantis gave a speech. In fact, Skins pulled a clip that we can play. We're going to play a little bit later. But I have yet to hear from Ron DeSantis address the weaponization of the U.S. government against its citizens. There can be no greater issue to fight. None. We are. Trump is absolutely correct. We are no longer a free nation. And and Andrea, uh, unlike what we've heard, I don't think he's the enemy or a Trojan horse. I just don't think he quite gets it. I don't think he gets it. And I and 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 I don't know if it's because of his ideology. I don't know if it's because, as I've said before, one of the reasons why I felt like it had to be Trump going back in, because until you have been on the receiving end, you can possibly maybe have a little sympathy for something somebody's gone through, but you can't empathize with it. You can't put yourself in those shoes and and experience it. And Trump has been Personally, his entire family has been completely persecuted, persecuted by by our own government. And they were in the process of doing it while he was sitting in the White House. And I can't imagine, man, would I be wanting some retribution if I had been shoved out and my presidency had been stolen from me and the government installed a man who literally had been corrupt And using the office of the vice presidency to fly around and cook up deals that presented a national security threat to the United States of America. I'd be so angry. And yet I I, I would I'd I'd be so. And 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 I'm hoping that he is angrier than he comes across. We need somebody to go back into D.C. who's so angry at what this country is doing to its citizens coming from a place of understanding. DeSantis can't can't relate to the January 6th defendants, those that were thrown into a gulag. He can't relate to that. Trump can. DeSantis didn't have his home in Florida raided and his wife's underwear drawer poked through and his children's rooms ransacked. Trump has. You know why I think he's calm, cool and collected? Why? I think because he wants to show the other side that nothing they say and nothing they do. Yes, he's got he's got powerful words. 
they're not going to rattle him. Well, they can't. Well, obviously, they can't rattle him. That's good analysis because they were shocked. I think they were shocked that he lasted one year into his presidency because any other Republican, I mean, they have successfully gotten Republicans to resign for basically nothing over many, many years. They've gotten Republicans to resign. They got Trent Lott, who I think wasn't he Senate minority leader or something. I don't even remember now. It's been so many years. They got Trent Lott out of Mississippi to resign for a bad joke he made at a private event in Mississippi. So they expected that one year into his presidency with the full weight of the U.S. the U.S. government against him, that he would end up in his corner in, in a corner somewhere biting his toenails. And you know what's funny? How many years in and they still can't get him? They can't get him. There has not been one prosecution of him because the truth of the matter is, as this gal tweeted out, he is not only not a bad guy personally, they have not been able to find one crime that he's committed. Meanwhile, it's all over the place, the crimes that Joe Biden committed with his son. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to play a couple of other clips because we're going to need to get into some important policy comments that he made because I want you to know where he stands on some issues that are absolutely critical to us going forward. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Um, I wanted to follow up on something. This is not related to CPAC. It's not related to, um, it just struck me, um, something related to the Murdoch trial. We're going to get back to Trump in a second. I was watching an interview with one of the jurors and something just really struck me and you're going to love this, Skins. He, um, the juror was mentioned at one point that faith played a really big part of them as jurors, that they all prayed together every day, multiple times throughout the day. They prayed before the verdict and they prayed every time before, before they went into the courtroom. I'm paraphrasing. And he said that they prayed for clarity. And I thought, wow, isn't that it prayed, prayed the Lord give them clarity and help them stay focused on what they needed to be focused on. And I thought that was wonderful. And, um, and then, oh, by the way, this, <laughs> this may you think is creepy. So then this is how obsessed I am with Carhartt pants. So as a part of me watching all this update stuff on the Murdoch trial, then <laughs> so I'm watching all this earlier today. And then I noticed that the sheriffs, all the sheriffs guys who showed up on the scene all had on the same tan Carhartt pants. With their sheriff's tops. You're like, man, why are they looking so sharp? Yeah, well, well, yeah. Uh, let's. These boys were really easy on the eyes, by the way. But, but it was funny because it struck me. Yeah, I, in fact, I stopped and I paused and I got closer to the TV. I'm like, are those the tan khaki Carhartts? And they are. And that, yeah, because uh, those look super good on men. Let me tell you, you want to look good. You want to have something that's going to wear really well. And if you are outside, like they were in the rain and having to work in different con- conditions, something that's tough is going to take a job site, but also it's something that looks really good. You go down to Iron Mountain Outfitters and get you some Carhartt pants. They've got all different styles because some of them, some of them had the side pockets on. Some of them didn't have the side pockets on the pants. So there's different versions, different colors. 
these look so good on the dudes. Let me tell you. Um, they also have Filson and Browning and all the different. Go to go to Iron Mountain Outfitters. Talk to PJ eight four nine three La Mesa Boulevard. Look for the standing bear outside and go inside. And PJ will large stores. Too many items for me to share with you guys. PJ will hook you up. But isn't that amazing about the juror though? It's the first time I've heard a juror mention faith and prayer in many years. And you know what I would say? I mean, it doesn't even matter, Andrea, that they're Christian. Just the fact that they would take whatever faith they're a part of and to pray about it before is is absolutely outstanding. And it just is a reminder um, as we go back to the CPAC clips because... Uh, it, you know, they want to make us think as conservatives, they, and particularly the ones at CPAC, because the, these are some of the, I know that organizers match slap, and we've got a story to give to you guys a little bit later that Ravake Ramaswamy is trying to blow the lid off. The, the grassroots, the people, the conservatives in this country, the, the, and those that attend CPAC are the real deal. And, and they want to make us think that we're the fringe. And this, the, by the way, the juror, 22 years old, and he was wearing today a Constitution tie, right? Unbu- so we're not the fringe. They're, it's quite the opposite. They're trying to, web- as Trump talked about in, in clip five, they're trying to weaponize the wokeness against us. Skins, please play clip five. Change only happens if we plow fearlessly ahead and declare with one voice that the era of woke and weaponized government is over. That is our task. That is our mission. And this is the turning point and the time for that decision. Because as you've probably heard me say before, we will not back down. We will not bend. We will not quit. We will not yield. We will press forward with push. We will press forward with vigor. We will push onward and we will finish what we started, we started a great, great, yep. positive revolution. Yep. Nobody's ever seen anything like it before. Mm-hmm. It's called Make America Great Again. We want to make America great again. Yeah, absolutely. So what, what does it mean to push as he's talking about pushing? Is he's talking about restoring and, 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 and something positive. One of the comments that he made was so right on for me and is nobody else in the Republican Party, including Ron DeSantis, saying anything this bold about the Trojan horse that is the LBGTQ transing an attack on our children in this country. And here is what Trump had to say about a clip 11. I will revoke every Biden policy promoting the chemical castration and sexual mutilization of our youth. And ask Congress to send me a bill prohibiting child sexual mutilation in all 50 states. Yes. That should be easy. And we will keep men out of women's sports. Right. Right. Yeah. Hey, lefties. Hey, Democrats. What problem do you have with that? Why would you have a problem with stopping the chemical castration of children? If you're about transing, then keep it to adults. Why would you? What is wrong with you? Instead of instead of name calling the rest of us, come forth. Call me 888-344-1170 and defend chemical castration of children. And he says it should be easy, right? Um, and also, and also, you know, come to me 844. No, that's our 24 hour line. 888 What's our, what's our, I, I'm all fired up. 888-344-1170. There you go. 
and defend and defend grown uh, biological males competing against girls in sports. Trump is absolutely right. He says it should be easy, right, to have the Republicans bring him if he's president, to have the Republicans bring him a bill to ban this nationally. I don't know. You guys think the Republicans will support him and do that? Do you think they will, Skins? Uh, given the current climate, I would. I should say it should be unanimous across the board. I think they could bring him a bill. I unfortunately think it would be close. Do you think it's contradictory as a conservative to do this on a centralized basis instead of states' rights? I argued when Lindsey Graham came out after the overturning of Roe v. Wade, and I think this might be a good question for Carl Jackson. Carl Jackson, the Carl Jackson show is coming up. Here's, here's my question. If we believe in states' rights... And we were glad that Roe v. Wade was overturned. Am I being hypocritical and contradicting myself to say that there should be legislation out of Congress to ban the mutilation of children? We're going to talk to Carl Jackson, the Carl Jackson show uh, 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 after the break about CPAC. And I'm going to pose that question to him. Stay tuned. It's the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The answer is San Diego. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on the answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. 888-344-1170 is our live call-in number, but you guys can always email me at Andrea K. Show. Got an email from Mo, a regular listener of the show. She says, happy Monday. Watched President Trump's entire speech at CPAC. Great. She says, listening to last week to you and your partner say you will not vote for Trump. He does not own up to the disaster the shutdown was and apologize. If that would stop anyone uh, for voting for President Trump seems pretty close-minded, not to mention petty. His agenda sounds a heck of a lot better uh, than what we're experiencing now. I believe using that as a reason to say no to him. Wow. Explain this, please. Still love you and your show. Um, okay, Mo. Um, and then I want to bring Carl Jackson in to, to talk about CPAC as well as Trump in, in a moment. And y'all know and love Carl Jackson from Carl Jackson's Carl Jackson's show as much as we do. But Mo, let me just say this. Um, I believe that President Trump did an absolutely phenomenal job. Uh, one of the, the best presidents in our history, if not the president at greatest. Um, but he did not drain the swamp. And under his administration, the swamp grew, and that included the CDC, the NIH, and the NIAID. And he did participate in the greatest communistic controls over our nation in the history and people's people have died as a result of him handing the the power over to fraud Fauci and you and I and, would both say Andrew it's still the one thing he needs to come out and yes, make amends with and there that is one of the main reasons why 20% of the uh, of he, he's the straw poll is at 60% not 90 he's got to address it he needs to address it. It's not just enough to win the nomination. He's got to be able to win the general. And he has lost a lot of independence because of his support for the lockdowns, because of his continued support for the shots and continuing to say that the shots save the lives of 25 million. It's, it, it, I'm actually doing him a favor by saying he needs to address it. Let's oh, bring, indeed. Because look at like DeSantis, DeSantis apologized for his missteps. Yeah. He should do it. Absolutely. If you can't admit 
if, if you know that there's an issue for your constituents out there and for the voters that they've got a problem or concern with you, you he can still take credit for the shots for those that believe in the shots, but he can recognize that there's a problem. He can recognize that he was he was had, he was hoodwinked, and he can explain it just that fashion. It's a part of draining the deep swamp. We, swamp. we got to bring Carl Jackson in from the Carl Jackson Show. Follow him on Twitter at Carl Jackson Show, and you can go to thecarljacksonshow.com. Carl Jackson, welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Hey, thank you for having me, Andrea. I appreciate it. Your thoughts on uh, the email I got and uh, Skins and I expressing our concerns with Trump on his support. And what do you think he should do in terms of addressing the lockdowns and, and any of that? Yeah, I think he should say he screwed up. I think he should say that he was duped. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I, I believe that President Trump had uh, uh, obviously Americans in mind, our best intentions at heart. Yes. I don't think any president would shut down the economy um, if, 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 you know, if not. Uh, but it was a mistake. Uh, and, and frankly, I, I said it at the time. I, I, I don't I do understand too. why this is, is, is such a big deal and for uh, hard for people to swallow. Everyone knows that Trump was an amazing president. Uh, but the last year of his presidency, he screwed up. He was going to win uh, 2020 pretty easily, pretty handily. Even the left knew it. Uh, they were bracing for it. Uh, but and then uh, Fauci came in. He caved to Fauci. He caved to uh, Deborah Burks, and he was duped. And, and, and frankly, my frustration is this. Uh, they had uh, they had literally just taken the man through two uh, through two impeachment hearings, mm-hmm. the fake uh, Russia, you know, Russia collusion hoax, the fake Ukraine hoax. And I and I could admit I, I'm sitting there thinking and I at the time on radio, I was sitting there saying, uh, don't fall for this. I, I mean, it, it isn't to say that we shouldn't take a pandemic lightly, obviously. You know, I'm not a doctor. I didn't know how bad it was going to be, but no one did. And now we know that all of their information uh, information was wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong. And as a matter of fact, I think it would strengthen yes. uh, President Trump if he would say, hey, listen, the information that they gave me was wrong. I made I made decisions based upon the information that I was given. And it was wrong. It was simple as that. Uh, and as a result of that, that information, I made these decisions. It was a bad move. I apologize. I think it's one would be okay with that. They would be okay with it. And it also if if he is if his plan is uh, to uh, like he talked about retribution, I I will be your warrior. I before I said I was your voice. Now I'm going to be your warrior and I'm going to bring retribution. That's got to include the CDC, the NIH and the NIAID. If you're if you you don't include them in the deep state in the swamp as a part of the swamp, then then you're then um, he's still the leader for me because there's nobody else even saying anything of what he's saying in the speech so don't get it twisted y'all as diamond would say um but 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 the, but he's peeled off a lot of a lot of people have peeled away from him because of this and it's an opportunity for him it's one of the reasons why i'm glad DeSantis and others are running because it will sharpen him he will be forced to i predict that going into the going into debates he will be he will be forced to answer uh for some of this and and i think he'll rise to the occasion um i do i want to play a clip for you and also get your reaction um, to this clip where he talks about um, the GOP and the establishment. Skins, please play clip two. We had a Republican Party that was ruled by freaks, neocons, <laughs> globalists, open border zealots, and fools. But we are never going back to the party of Paul Ryan, Carl Rove, and Jeb Bush. 
<laughs> Carl Jackson. I just love the way he talks just like we do. Your thoughts there. Yeah, you know what? Uh, honestly, when when I heard some of this speech, and I didn't listen to the speech in its entirety, um, but I've heard a, a, enough of it. And I'm like, this is classic Trump. This is what people love. This is this is how he relates to everyone. And and, and frankly, I love the fact that he said, uh, you know, he would be our warrior. He would yeah. get justice. He would get retribution. All of those things resonated uh, with me. But you're right, Andrea. I, I want a straight up amputation of some of these bureaucratic agencies. I don't think it's enough. And, and this is and you're absolutely right to say that this is the reason I'm looking forward to more people getting in the race. I will say this. The more people get in the race, the more likely it is that Trump will win. That's yeah. just that, that's just the way that it works. But I love the fact that Vivek Ramaswamy is in. Um, you know, there's rumors. I don't know if they're true, uh, but uh, that Larry Elder might be considering, uh, you know, a, a run. I think all I think iron sharpens iron. And yeah. obviously, the more people get in, the more likely it is that Trump wins. However, I think it'll help him clarify certain mm-hmm. positions. Uh, and I think that's exactly what you need. I think it'll make Trump better, um, you know, frankly. So the only person I predict or uh, and I think anyone would predict that could prof- that could possibly match Trump is a DeSantis. Uh, so we'll have to see uh, what what uh, what happens, frankly. But iron sharpens iron. And, yeah. and I know that Trump has a still a backbone. That is why I love him. I know mm-hmm. that he will go in and wreck shop. However, I want to make sure that he's going to go in and not make the same right. mistakes that he did in his last year. The first three years, absolutely amazing. That last year was an absolute disaster because he caved to the deep state. Yeah, he did. Uh, it's, as simple, it's as simple as that. Yeah, Carl so Jackson, he, do you mind if we take a call, uh, a, a, li- a call from a listener who wants to weigh in on the, on the lockdowns real quick? Not at all. All right. So Jack from Oceanside, what, do you, uh, what say you, my friend? Okay, well, I think it's a, a subject that people get confused about. The fact of the matter is, is that um, all the lockdowns and restric- restrictions were initiated uh, through emergency orders by the state governors. The president did not initiate any emergency orders. Well, let me inter- yeah. let, we're gonna because we got Carl Jackson on the show. I got to keep your call really quick. Um, but yeah, Jack, me, b- did you have something else real quick? Ten seconds to to add to that? No, I just think that uh, President Trump is in the clear. If you have a problem, it's with the state governors. All right. Well, thank you for yeah. calling in, Jack. So, Carl Jackson, I what I, I disagree with Jack. I think I think it was the state governors who went and and took used the emergency orders to take things to the extreme. But I remember Trump standing with Fauci and doing fourteen days to flatten the curve. Here, here's here's what I would say, and here's the fallacy. And I love I love Jack, and I I, I understand why he's making that argument. He's right to make that argument, frankly. Here's the problem, though. Uh, Politically, here's the problem. None of those governors would have imposed those emergency orders had Trump not done it first because they wouldn't have had the courage to. It's really that simple. This isn't a I hate Trump. This is I want Trump to run. I want Trump to win. But I want Trump to be better. I don't want Trump to get duped again. And I'm going to say it straight up. I don't want a bunch of Democrats like Mnuchin and Jared Kushner and yep. his freaking administration. Right. I, I, I'm, I'm, this, this should be simple. Conservatives, conservatives have to wake up to this reality. I think Trump is the bomb, but we're supposed to use Trump 
to bring about freedom because Trump only has four years. And if you think that four years is going to be enough to correct all of the damage that Biden has done, it's not possible. I'm sorry to say the Biden administration has done more damage in two years Mm -hmm. than Trump can do uh, than, than the repairs that Trump can make. In four years. Well, here's what. But, that much damage. Well, here's. Well, let's talk for a moment. We're talking to Carl Jackson from Carl Jackson Show. Follow him on Twitter at Carl Jackson Show. Um, what can he do? One of the one of the things I think that he should have and could have done a little bit different is go to D.C. and not immediately be thinking of reelection is what they always do pretty immediately. If he had gone to D.C. and say, you know what, I'm not even going to be thinking. Don't even talk to me about midterms. Don't talk to me about me running for reelection. I'm going to go scorched earth. And I'm just going to go balls to the walls on absolutely everything that I want um, because, you know, I I don't know if I'm going to get a chance to run for reelection. Instead, it was there's there's always this playing playing it safe uh, and hedging bets uh, to get to the next reelection. Well, this next time he's only got to four years. And if we have true conservatives and we control both houses of Congress, he's got an opportunity to go scorched earth, to do things like get rid of the Department of Education, dismantle. I don't want to hear about re-energizing or changing the FBI. Dismantle the FBI. Do you think there's an opportunity for that in four years if we have Trump and we have both houses of Congress and he he actually brings a machine of outside conservatives? Uh, We don't want Javanka. We don't want a Mnuchin. He can't be dumb and nominate the Jeff Sessions of the world as AGs. The FBI director cannot be somebody from within the FBI. There's there's things that he can accomplish if he goes scorched earth. Do you agree? Yeah, yeah, I, I absolutely do. And I think the most important thing that he has to deal with is the DOJ and the FBI. Mm-hmm. I think the FBI has to be amputated. I don't recall who wrote it, but it was on in AM Greatness. There was a guy several months ago that wrote a column specifically how it could be done. And he was a former FBI agent. Uh, so he he talked about how it could specifically be done, how the good FBI agents could go to this agency, how the rest of it needs to be shut down. Uh, he talked about it in, I, I don't know, so many different facets. So but systematically how it could be done and how it could be done within a Trump presidency, if I recall correctly. So these are things that can be done. These are things that absolutely must be done. I'm really concerned about the moves that China uh, is making. I'm not as concerned about Russia as other people uh, as other people are. Although yeah, I, I do want to, I, I mean, obviously I don't want Putin taking all of Ukraine, uh, but I still believe that our biggest threat is China. And I think we need to keep our eyes on China. And I'm afraid that uh, that uh, Biden is compromised. I do think this is the one thing I love about Trump foreign policy. His foreign policy was absolutely amazing. Another thing uh, that I think he brings to the table and one of the things that I enjoyed hearing from him in the speech was justice. I think this is very important. I think this is a very important point. I think this is what sets Trump apart. And I love Governor DeSantis. But that word justice really resonates with me. Mm-hmm. I think it really resonates with a lot of other people because we were wrong, too. But I think he has to admit that he was yeah. duped. I yeah. really do. I really do think that was in, that's important. Yeah, because there's a whole lot of independents, Democrats and conservatives who suffered under the weight of uh, the lockdowns, the forced shots, the testing and beyond uh, those that have lost loved ones due to sudden adult death syndrome and beyond. There's just and two, the political th- prisoners. Yeah. The and political the political prisoners, prisoners. behind J6. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that was one thing that frustrated me. I felt like he, he spent too long or he waited too long to talk about that. And I'm sorry, I love Trump, but listen, I've been in jail, not for a long period of time. I absolutely hate it. Uh, but I, uh, uh, I didn't know. Uh, did you not do a background check on Carl Jackson? <laughs> no, uh, uh, producer skins. We did not know this about you, Carl. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I mean, I you know, listen. I was. This was BC. This was before Christ. Okay. Uh, but I can. <laughs> but, I, but, but I can tell you, it, it, it's a miserable experience. But I wasn't innocent. I was a little wannabe thug at the time. Yeah. Well, listen. So I've committed a few. That were, yeah. I I I came up in the seventies and eighties. I've committed quite a few hair and fashion crimes in my day that were probably as bad <laughs> as anything that you did. <laughs> Carl, we love having you on. Thank you so much. Tell everybody uh, where they can find you and hear you and all the good stuff. Uh, Find me on social media, The Carl Jackson Show, and please help me out by subscribing to my YouTube channel, The Carl Jackson Show on YouTube. All righty. Thank you so much for being here, my dear. We appreciate you. Thank you, Andrea. I appreciate it. Now, you guys stay tuned because you want to have some more laughs. I don't know. This may or may not be funny. Can we talk California reparations when we come back? <laughs> oh, yeah, we will. Don't go anywhere. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, FM 96.1, and streaming all over the world. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Back. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. During the break, we were continuing to talk fashion because at the end of last segment, I was talking to Carl Jackson and made a joke about my hair and fashion crimes, primarily the 80s. I was too young in the 70s. I was a kid in the 70s. Um, but the 80s, well, I think we got to all agree the 80s in terms of recent decades, absolute worst Great for music, hair and fashion. Fashion, not so much. Oh, my. Anybody who's seen The Wedding Singer knows that's what that's one of the reasons why I love that movie so bad. I will tell you, I. I rocked the new, who remembers the new, for women, the New Jersey bang unit? Do you know what the New Jersey bang unit is? The hair, the, oh my, the big, like stiff, like huge bangs, um, the, the shoulder pads. Like I was telling you during the break, some of that, Andrea, it's coming back. I mean, and because I, you know, um, was obsessed at an early age with like suits and jackets, man, I walked around, (laughs) I walked around looking (laughs) Uh-oh. I walked around and like as a teen looking like Crystal Carrington from Dynasty. <laughs> oh, quite Which, the vivid picture. Who remembers that? Oh, I, my grandma used to love that show. I was so stupid. I just fell in love with suits. I mean, I and that's, you know, part of why I ended up in a corporate sales career so I could wear a navy blue suit all day with like my briefcase, right? And my big New Jersey bang unit hairdo. <laughs> I was such a conservative geek. Oh, my gosh. Not going to be bringing terrible. that back, are you? It was terrible. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, let me segue from my corporate career into our next topic, because let me tell you, my first job out of college, I was a saleswoman for No Nonsense Pantyhose, and they gave me a Ford Escort Wagon. That was my company car, and that thing was loaded down. Well, guess what is big news with Ford today is? This stuff scares me. This is scary. They have um, patented an application that was published last month, and it involves uh, the ability for them to remotely shut down your car 
if you uh, they're calling it a repossession system and it's a computer that can do things that, that will be connected to cruise control, automatic window controls, seat controls, radio and GPS, door locking system and air conditioning, quote, Disabling such components may cause an additional level of discomfort to a driver and occupants of the vehicle, states the patent application. It's still pending approval and could be installed uh, in any of Ford's lineup coming forward, going forward. Uh, configuring the application site's various possible scenarios for the repossession computer to use, including, quote, configuring the audio component to emit an incessant and unpleasant sound every time the owner is present in the vehicle and placing the vehicle in lockdown, uh, lockout condition. Um, the idea behind this supposedly is that this will enable them if somebody's not making their car payments for them to repossess the vehicle. Well, if that's true skins, if that's all this is for, then why would you have anything more than just a lockout feature that where you can't get in your car and they've got a GPS locator to be able to come and take Make it? Make your payment, get in your car. Right. Uh, why would they need to emit a noise that is in- incessantly um, unpleasant? Why would they need to shut off your air conditioner to make you d- uncomfortable? Why would they mess with your seat controls? You know what this is about? This is about pretending that initially it's about a way to repossess your car when what it's really about is setting the stage for uh, you, um, Ford, being a part of their their ESG uh, in order to satisfy their ESG, that they're going to have a system in place where if you don't, uh, if your social credit score isn't what it should be, they're going to blare an incessant message that makes you uncomfortable as as uh, retribution, as the word of the night. Isn't that what this is about, Skins? That's exactly what what it's about it's always hey we're going to use it for this but then somewhere down the line yep you find out what the real intention is yeah because it, you know if 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 i'm haven't made my payments and the car needs to be repossessed do you think i'm gonna i'm gonna suddenly start making payments because you shut off my air conditioner no that's not what that's for and if it's a big enough deal honestly Andrea, they would send somebody to come pick up your car yeah this is to, to think that uh, window controls is about repossession. No, that's crap. That's crap. How many other automakers are going to be starting to install this? This is all we already know that they're they're going to all new cars are going to come with a way for them to track your miles so that they can also you know ding you through the DMV well, and charge you part of like that uh, that mileage tax, Andrea. Yeah, you could. Okay, well, they're going to keep track of it with the odometer. Maybe once a year you check in. Apparently, they want to attach a GP, government GPS to people's cars. Right. And will and will this kind of technology make it possible that if you haven't paid your mileage tax, you can't use your car? Well, all this, connected. It's all going to be connected. Absolutely. So here we have it. Uh, I don't see a date for when... Um, for when they're, they've said that they don't plan on using this, but then why would you go to the expense of filing for the patent if you weren't in, intending to use it? And well, if perhaps the, they're not intending to use it now, but I would say, you know, that's just to keep people calm. Uh, car repossessions are on the rise. Well, of course, because we've got administration that's killing people with inflation. People can't afford eggs right now. I paid $6.79 for a carton of eggs yesterday. $6.79. I was paying $2 or maybe $2.99 at the most oh, for a Oh, and I filled up on Friday? Yeah. It's back over $5 again. Oh, yeah.
All right. I, I told you guys we were going to talk California reparations this segment. We're actually going to talk about it when we come back. So don't go away. Hour two of the Andrea K Show is coming up. And Brian Maloney from Red Wave America will be our guest. Don't. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 